0: you can donate food. Call us at 761-2796 to find out the
1: role you can play in fighting hunger.
2: If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know? Or this box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay
3: This is Mike. Hi, it's Pandora's Lunchbox in WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food, and it's raining. It's a good day to be a green onion. Wouldn't you say? It's a good day to be a plant overall. And plants are kind of the theme of today's show, because this officially is the week when everything begins. Kind of like last week was like that too. When it's summer in Ann Arbor, pretty much every week, summer ish, okay? Summer and pre summer, every weekend is the weekend that everything begins. We had the 75th anniversary of Washtenaw Dairy not long ago, and this week we've got not one, not two, not three, but lots of things. First of all, this Friday, tomorrow, is the beginning of Top of the Park, and on Saturday, the Agrarian Adventure has an event that we're gonna learn about in just a second. Involving plants, maybe some green onions, I don't know. By the way, this is Green Onions by Booker T and the MGs. In case the lyrics didn't clue you in. And on Sunday, Food Gatherers, who we just heard about a second ago, presents their annual Grillin' for Food Gatherers fundraiser. So this place, the Agrarian Adventure, is at Tappan Middle School. They have a garden... And they have not just an average garden. Well, there really is there any such thing as an average garden? Here's the thing. It's not just an extracurricular garden, which are great when schools have that. It's also a part of the curriculum. And I talked recently to Alyssa Trumbull, who is the president of the Agrarian Adventure, about the garden and about a special event coming up this weekend, Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Tappan Middle School. I kind of eavesdropped on it really. It was not very nice of me, but I kind of sneaked in and heard her talking to one of her students it was well I th- it was it was in go- a good intention so let's see what you think.
1: My name is Mary Pedley. No
3: nope, that's, that's uh hold on a second let me uh, let me just adjust that thought for a second. I guess that pays me back for not knowing what I'm doing here. We're walking into the garden and here's Alyssa Trumbull.
0: It should invite dinosaurs. You know, that's a really good question. Most of the rows, I do want you to put it over the plants because we're not going to have time to get out all the weeds, except for right this first row right next to the onions with these bigger ones.
3: Melissa's yeah. well, pretty busy right yes, now, but the should, question it, becomes... I wonder if I can talk to her for just a second. You know, maybe a, in just a second I can ask her right some questions the the about water. the agrarian adventure.
0: Well, she's kind of busy
3: right now, but we'll... Uh,
0: and let me talk so here to Emily.
3: Emily's an 11-year-old here. Let's have How'd a word with her. With this?
2: Well, in our math class, we, um, we're going to plant in um, different parts of the garden to see how far and we were gonna evenly space them and had to figure all that stuff out. So that's how we started planting things in the garden.
3: So were you using uh, ideas about math to do it?
2: Yeah, we did, um, like, they gave us instructions on how far um, we had to plant them away from each other and stuff. So then we just, um, we figured out how many were in a row and in a whole section.
3: And what are the different kinds of uh, plants and food that you've planted?
2: Um, Well, we did a Three Sisters garden, which was corn, beans, and squash.
3: A Three Sisters garden, corn, beans, and squash. That was Emily, 11 years old, working hard in the Agrarian Adventure Garden at Tappan Middle School. And it looks like Alyssa Trumbull is available for just a moment. I'm going to see if she can tell me a little bit more about the garden and about where it comes from. And once again, it's not just an extracurricular activity, it's part of the curriculum. Let's see if we can hear from Alyssa about all that.
0: In the fall, there are, when things are kind of in full bounty, when we're trying to plan for a lot of our harvest. right when the kids get back to school, the sixth graders come out and they do a poetry unit, and they're using all their senses, and they come out in the garden and explore Um, and taste and try and touch and feel different things that are out here and they write incredible poems based on that experience and we have um, a social studies unit that's a few days long kind of a mini supplemental unit to the colonial history part of the eighth grade curriculum so they come out and learn about life in the american colonies some of the foods they might have and um garden and they actually cooked and made squash soup this year and harvested from the three sisters garden and pressed apples and so those are some of the things we've done in the fall and then in the spring actually the math classes are responsible right now we're standing on the y axis in the garden and i um, very close to the x axis and the the garden beds the kids planted and planned and um the sixth graders and they did a great job so they kind of get a story problem about what the plants need and where they where they what how much space they need and they know they're trying to maximize it and then they plan and graph it and actually plant it. So there's more, but that's a big part. (laughs) Um, Every year we do a big spring seedling planting and um, uh, this year all the sixth and seventh graders planted. So that's 600 kids planted a seed, um, a vegetable or flower seed. That's a lot of seeds. It's a ton of seeds. (laughs) And then that's the foundation for the garden out here. And then we donate some if there's extras, which there usually are. Sometimes we can pull off a plant sale and um, put the money back into buying seeds for next year. And that's, um, that's a kind of the big kickoff. So that's in April. And usually they're out here gardening and prepping the beds with the broad fork and uh, working it, working the soil as well as planting the seeds and um, passing along, oh, well, what's the way to say that? So like the sixth graders this year, the ones that wrote their garden poetry and got to try some fresh watermelon that students had grown when they first came in to Tappan as a sixth grader, they planted the watermelon seeds that are gonna grow into the watermelon plants that next year's sixth graders are gonna try. So even though they might not be the ones that are gonna eat the food, they know where it's going or who it's for, at least roughly, and kind of build in that community.
1: My name is Mary Pedley and I teach Latin here at Tappan Middle School and my 7th graders as part of their study about the Romans uh, decided to put together an herb garden that's made up of herbs that the Romans would have used in their cooking and the interesting thing about herbs in antiquity is that herbs also had special meaning not only for cooking but also for the gods and for medicine and for health and even for athletes. And so every one of these herbs not only was used in cooking, but many of them were sacred to different gods. For example... Garlic was dedicated to Mars the god of war for the Romans believed that eating garlic made you courageous on the battlefield mm. and time was something that was associated with Apollo he was the god of sports as well as music and the sun and soldiers and athletes before they competed always rubbed their chests with time to make themselves perform better and a phrase of praise was if you smelled of time it meant that you were probably victorious in whatever your game So this is our ancient herb bed, and we hope that it brings a lot of pleasure to people who come and visit it.
3: The bells are ringing, the green onions are... green. (laughs) And we're at the Agrarian Adventure at the Tappan Middle School, and we're hearing about a garden that isn't just an extracurricular garden, it's more than that. And not only that, but there's a special event this weekend... And let's listen to Alyssa, Alyssa Trumbull, the president of A Grain Adventure, about that.
0: We're going to have a huge celebration up here at the Garden. We're going to have kids helping give tours and welcome and greet people to the space. And we're going to have a bunch of kids' activities and, um, music? and music. Yeah, we're going to have youth performers. There's the uh, a chamber um, Tappan Middle School Chamber Orchestra and then... Uh, um, the uh, tapping alumni who's now a high school student in the district and ha- has a jazz ensemble that'll be performing right on the lunch hour for a few hours, they'll be performing back and forth. And we have Silvio's organic pizza coming out. He'll be making pizza and using some um, greens that have been grown in the greenhouse. It'll be a topping and Zingerman's is gonna bring some gelato. So that'll be available for a snack and sale. And then we've got some farm animals so that are going to be out here for people to visit. that want to um, see some chicks and um, little chickens. And that might be everything. So it's just going to be a big celebration.
3: On Saturday, June 13th, that's a couple of days from now, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., at 2251 East Stadium, the Agrarian Adventure at Tappan Middle School is having a garden walk with the help of Ann Arbor Women's Farm and Garden. Farm animals, pizza, garden tours, jazz music, kids' activities, and it's all going to support a really unique idea of getting the kids involved in the garden in their classes. A Roman garden, um, a garden that involves math, X, Y axis, and all of those things. So that's happening this Saturday. It's a small but strong strong endeavor that has quite a few volunteers. And we're going to also look at another event coming up on sunday which is also an important part of our community but first of all let's hear something from otis redding he says it's growing It's growing like a green onion, it's growing. That's Otis Redding, and it's growing, also performed by the Temptations. I believe originally performed by the Temptations, but wonderfully interpreted by Otis Redding. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and we've been talking about an event on Saturday with the Agrarian Adventure at Tappan Middle School. On Sunday, Food Gatherers has one of their major annual events that is Grillin' for Food Gatherers. It's a benefit. Uh, This Sunday from 3 to 8 p.m. at the Washtenaw Farm Council grounds. And what is food gatherers? Well, it's a food rescue program. It collects food from around the area that otherwise might not be used and distributes it to the people who need it. It was Michigan's first food rescue program. In 1997, it also assumed a responsibility for the county food bank in Washtenaw County. It has... A board of directors, 15 staff people, and close to 5,000 volunteers, and it's now the primary distributor of food in Washtenaw County. It also operates the Community Kitchen, which is located in the Robert J. Delanos Center, the, which is the home of the Shelter Association of Washtenaw County. Food Gatherers also operates the Community Kitchen Job Training Program. It's a culinary training program for at risk youth who are homeless or at risk of being homeless. And they're on the road six days a week rescuing food, delivering to agencies free of charge. And they depend on private support. Less than 10% of the operating budget of food gatherers comes from government funds. And so every year they hold a huge shindig called Grillin'. And there's going to be music by all kinds of folks, the RFD boys, George Bedard and the Kingpins. And I believe White Ravens are going to be there too. A silent auction, a hands-on museum staging event thing. Yeah, something like that. Gourmet sausages, grilled chicken, vegetarian dishes, all kinds of stuff. This will enable food gatherers to distribute more than 4 million pounds of food annually to 150 non-profit programs throughout Washtenaw County. A huge effort with a lot of volunteers and needs your support. And so they're having this event. A few things that the website foodgatherers.org will tell you is that there are some tough choices for people in Washtenaw County. 33% of the households served by Food Gatherers Network choose between paying paying for food or utilities. 28% choose between food and housing. 25% choose between food and medicine. And twenty-seven percent of the households served by the Food Gatherers Network report having at least one member in poor health. And so, this is an important endeavor, and a good reason for a party to do something about it. You can find out about tickets and all of that at foodgatherers.org. Grillin' for Food Gatherers Sunday from three to eight p.m. And so, we've heard about Food Gatherers. We've heard about Tappan Middle School's Agrarian Adventure event, which you can look up at agrarianadventure.org. You can find more information about that. Also, Top of the Park coming up this weekend, beginning on Friday and lasting for weeks and weeks. So many things to do, but the question I have now is, how do you spell chicken? Do you know how to spell chicken? I think this is how you spell chicken, but I think we're going to have to ask this fellow here. (laughs) ¶¶
2: used to go There lived a little doggy By the name of Ragtime Joe One day the teacher called the class To spell one kind of boy That sort of word was chicken Well, I could not spell the word Teacher called on Ragtime Joe To spell that word to them He didn't hesitate to be this the way that he began C is the way to begin H is the next letter in I, that am the third, and C I'm a season on the wood. and am a fillin' e. in E, I'm near the end that am the way To spare chicken Johnson gave concert in the old church house one night, he hired himself some talent who could sing and recite, so when the curtain was drawn, everything went wrong, you know, until one dog he loudly yelled, yes, if I'm ragtime Joe, he sang a ragtime you song that didn't take so well, he says I want to cross on that, so I guess I'll have to spell, and then he told the audience, he composed that chicken song. And when he spelled that word to them, he'd the house by storm. See is the way to begin. H is the next letter in. I, that am third. And see is the season of the wood. K, I'm the fittest in. E, I'm the other in. C-I-C-K-N, that am the way to spell chicken.
3: Okay, that is the way you spell chicken. C-H-I-C-K-E-N spells chicken. That is Kirk McGee and Blythe Poteet. That was recorded in November of 1928 in Richmond, Indiana, On the Conqueror Record label, it's on a collection called Good for What Ails You, Music of the Medicine Shows, 1926 to 1937. A lot of interesting angles to that one. Uh, As teens, Kirk and his brother Sam played for local dances, and they traveled briefly with a quack doctor whose remedy was an appalling mixture of gasoline and strawberry syrup. Mmm, that sounds pretty good. And here's another very interesting note. The racial pejoratives that frame this otherwise clever song are pointed reminders of the prejudicial attitudes that tainted American popular music for more than a century. It is real music, and it really happened, and it is good to examine it, I would say. In the meantime, chicken... There are a lot of angles to the word chicken. There are a lot of ways to look at chicken, to talk to chicken, and I've talked to many chicken in my life. I I do have a question. How do you spell chicken? How do you spell... Chicken Kiev. That's actually a very good question because Kiev has, in fact, now, ha- now has a different spelling than it used to about 20, 25 years ago when Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. It was K-I-E-V. Now it is. Oh, boy. Quiz time. Quiz time. K-Y-I-V. Chicken Kiev. K-Y-I-V is the spelling now in Ukraine. In addition, what is General Tso's chicken? These are important questions. I've been really thinking about these This is according to Wikipedia. General Tso's chicken is a sweet and spicy deep-fried chicken dish, and this, this gets good. It's popularly served in American and Canadian Chinese restaurants, where it is erroneously considered Hunan cuisine. The origins of the dish are unclear. It's all very mysterious. The dish was previously largely unknown in China and other lands that are home to the Chinese diaspora. Thus, General Tso's chicken is most likely an American invention in the history of American Chinese food. And it gets uh, shallower as you go deeper. The association with General Tso, or Zuo Zongtang, I hope the pronunciation is close, a Qing Dynasty general and statesman, is unclear. The dish is atypical of Hunanese cuisine, which is traditionally very spicy and rarely sweet. Instead, the dish is believed to have been introduced to New York City in the early 1970s as an example of Hunan and Sichuan-style cooking. General Sow's chicken. Is it chicken? Is it really not chicken? How about Mother Carrie's chicken? I think that's an important question. This, according to InfoPlease.com, Mother Carrie's chicken is a kind of petrel, P-E-T-R-E-L. Petrel is the common name given to various oceanic birds belonging, like the albatross and the shearwater, to the order known commonly as tube-nosed swimmers. There are two families of petrels, the storm petrels and the diving petrels. Many skim the waves so closely that they give the appearance of walking on the water. They are tireless flyers by day and at night rest on the water. Many return to land only to breed. One species that frequents the Atlantic coast off North America are Wilson's petrel, also called Mother Carey's chicken, a surface skimmer and a habitual boat follower. So that's Mother Carey's chicken. We don't know who Mariah Carey's chicken is, but we're looking into that right now. And I think it's come down with uh, melisma or uh, miasma or something like that. So it's, it's recuperating right now in the chicken coop. And we'll be back right on that in just a moment. But in the meantime... I could swear that I heard the voice of a pork chop.
4: Ah, oh, don't that sound good? It sounds good to me. Oh, it certainly does now. Oh, stir it up with you, wife. Don't that sound good? I walked and I walked and I walked in a walked, and a walk. I stopped for the rest of my feet. i sit down on an old old tree, there I went bed to sleep i dreamt by sitting in a swell cafe as hungry as a my stomach's in the telegram to my throat there's a wreck on the road somewhere i heard the voice of a pork chop say come on to me and rest Will you talk about your stew and beans i know what's the best Will you talk about your chicken ham mean, eat turkey stuffed in dress but i heard the voice of a pork chop say come on to me and rest oh yeah sure. ain't that good Oh, ain't that nice? Ain't it nice to be nice when you can be nice? Oh yeah. Don't I do this thing? I know I'm doing this. It that suits me, I know it suits you too. I walk and walk and walk and I walk. I stop putting it my feet. I sit down in an old oak tree, damn and fast asleep. I drip, I said, in a swell cafe, hungry as a bath. My stomach sent a telegram to my throat. There's a wreck on the road somewhere. I heard the voice of a pork chop say, come on, dummy and rest. Well, you talk about your stew and beef. I know what's the best. Well, you talk about your chicken, ham and egg, turkey stuffed and dressed. But I heard the voice of a pork chop say, come on, dummy and rest. I heard the voice of a pork chop say, come on, don't be rest. Will you talk about your stew and beans, but well, I know what's the best. Will you talk about your chicken ham in a turkey stuffing dress. But I heard the voice of a pork chop say, come on, don't be rest. Oh, don't I do this. I know I'm doing this, yeah. Don't I think that thing. It just suits me, I know y'all is tickled to death, eh? I heard the voice of a pork chop come under me and rest. Will you talk about your stewing beef. I know what's the best. Will you talk about your chicken, ham and egg, eh? turkey stuffed and dressed. But I heard the voice of a pork chop say, come under me and rest. Yeah, I heard the voice of a pork chop say, come under me and rest. Will you talk about your stewing beef. I know what's the best. And well, you talk about chicken ham and Take stuff and I the chicken drift
3: but I heard the voice of a pork chop it was speaking to me it was saying pork chop pork chop pork chop pretty limited of vocabulary but pork chops tend to be that was jim jackson recorded in january of 1928 from an amazing collection called Good for What Ails You, Music of the Medicine Shows, 1926 to 1937, says here that this fellow, Jim Jackson, his songs and comedy helped pitch medicine for Dr. W.B. Miller of Indianapolis, Dr. Franklin Streets of Kansas City, and Doc Benson of Nashville. I heard the voice of a pork chop, lampoons the old Scottish hymn, I heard the voice of Jesus say... I have heard the voice of Jesus say, I could really go for a pork chop. I believe that's the actual text of the original recording. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and coming up soon, wolf will help us to face the music. But that is a remarkable recording right there. And I do want to mention a few more salad and garden-oriented things before I go again. The Agrarian Adventure has its event coming up on Saturday, a garden walk with live music and food and farm animals and all of those things at Tappan Middle School on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Grillin' for Food Gatherers is the annual Summer Food Gatherers event. And fundraiser. That's going to be on Sunday from 3 to 8 p.m. at the Washtenaw Farm Council Grounds. You can look that up at foodgatherers.org. Here's another piece of information. The nonprofit group Greening of Detroit is redeveloping the city's long-neglected nursery as part of its efforts to return a vibrant green canopy to the Motor City. This is from the Associated Press here. The group's projects include a Christmas tree farm, neighborhood gardens, and thousands of tree plantings along busy streets. It offers a model for urban reforestation efforts in tough economic times. Greening of Detroit's President Rebecca Salmonen witt says the need is expanding. It hopes to grow about 20,000 trees at the Walter I. Myers nursery that will be planted throughout the city of Detroit. Many of Detroit's trees began to disappear in the 1950s with the spread of Dutch elm disease and, more recently, the tree-killing emerald ash borer. Fighting it now, the greening of Detroit is helping things get greener and greener, and that is a beautiful thing. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike, in spite of everything. Face the music in a moment. But here's another remarkable box set. I'm just getting getting all boxed in here. This is a box set called Harry Smith's Anthology of American Folk Music, Volume 4. I got it at the the Ann Arbor District Library, and I will return it soon, I promise. Now, we've heard about pork chops and chicken, and how about barbecue? Because you can barbecue both pork chops and chicken. This is the barbecue bust. Not the. it It is barbecue bust, not the barbecue bust and this is the mississippi jook band and it goes something like this this is wcbn fm ann arbor thank you